0: A screech, rending, penetrating solid bone, protective, inviolate, white and reflective on the outer limitless and starry on the inner. This screech, it burns, it flames. It declares a bloody, drawn-out war, a conquest of a well-fortified kingdom, laying siege to the amply-stocked fortress, now raining hot ammunition down from the crenellations and window slits. Oh, yes, it fights back nobly, with a purpose, instinctive, using tactics evolved over eons, across species and across oceans, and surviving even the drift of continents. Yet, the high note is after all rending, penetrating. The solid bone castle is under siege from an enemy alien and unknowable, a new thing, a new breed of barbarian horde. They don't rattle their swords. Their weapon is a new form of rebel yell, eululations, and the drone of bees, the didgeridoo. Not the advancing herald of mere physical weaponry, but the sound itself is at the gates. And sound retreats not from ammunition, from boiling oil, from arrows, nor does it shrink from the seemingly unconquerable solidity of a fortress well made. Not only the bone stone wall, but an inner membrane, impenetrable by the physical entities that were yesterday's barbarians. And beyond that, a moat in which the jewels of the kingdom are immersed and safe. And safe felt so good. Why, nothing even thought to attempt this mad war, this hopeless siege. Quiet and contemplative. Secure and competent, sipping a well-aged brandy before a closet-sized fireplace blazing warmth and dispelling all chills, idly turning the pages of a well-worn classic. This is how the attack found the king. At a level of repose, the sensuous depths of which are not attainable in the day-to-day, reachable only when the gates are not mere gates, but separated From enemies by an untraversable universe we all wish for this safety yet it resides within us ah but we must suspect that our consciousness does not acknowledge this comfortable and memorable room because it knows it hears something outside the castle far away and over the horizon but nonetheless present prescient not a rumble not a roar, not the circerations of traffic, commerce, but harbingers of the unexpected, the knowledge of the inability to have knowledge of every new threat, every new parasite, every new hungry form. And yet, if by some chance one could gain entry to sit beside the master in the other well-upholstered and high-backed chair, watching the embers and sparks and flames, sipping at indulgently expensive and rare libations, turning pages containing the reports of ancient wisdoms and other kingdoms' roles in the history of how it all came to be. If by some chance that could have been attained, to what end would it have led? Would the screech and cry of a new enemy have found a less entrenched foe? Would the siege have been of a fortress less stocked and armed, unprepared for what turns out to have been an inevitable interruption of a safe and warm evening by a fire perpetually fueled and fed? No matter. Either way, the high notes get through. Even in the most solid of fortresses, the most formidable emplacements, the construction is of molecules, and the difference between air and fortress is only relative. Between the spaces and the matrix of solidity, there exist universes of space. The vacuum is perhaps formidable, but not impenetrable. Like an arrow, the vibrant and sharp edge burrows through. At first, only a single, little, looking so small, inconsequential, a single little, oh, what do we call this oscillation, this lightning-like penetration? Is it a worm? A bullet? A finger of strength that brings decay and destruction? The barbarian horde is preceded by individual scouts and advance actions. At first, a single. Then, another. 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 And in little time, the solid bone construction pride of architects and engineers now long dead and forgotten is riddled like a screen. From that point on, the kingdom is open to the hordes. The fire dies. The room chills. Moths appear and they feed on the upholstery. Termites rot through the chairs that then collapse in a heap. Where there was a cocoon-like dimness, now a shattered bright and unnaturally tinted light shines forth, filling the space with a disturbing inversion of the natural coloring. Alas, if only that were the only impact, a disturbing but harmless discoloration. It is only the beginning, though. It doesn't take long before the mortar between the stones begins to disintegrate, to be blown about as dust, leaving gaps and making for odd creaks and groans throughout. Strange settlings occur, some with a thump, most with a simple shift or drop. Alas, to have these be the only impacts, repairable disruptions, containable by careful maintenance, skilled workmen hired wisely, paid well, laboring industrially. But no, Soon the stones themselves fall to the attack. Walls fall. Stones hurtle from high ceilings, crashing to a floor now also unwell and getting more unwell moment by moment. You can imagine, though well you might resist, it is not natural to contemplate such destruction of a highly regarded institution. It is not pleasant to view the remains, smoldering and stinking, Ashes and dust, heretofore unseen, malnourished denizens of the shadows now full in the light, slinking and slavering, poking through the ruins, looking for morsels left behind, morsels untainted, morsels that formerly fed the king and his companions. Now there is a sky, and from it comes a sound. It is the sound, whereas before a screech, an invasive penetration, a drill, a siren, a whine, now an unfettered and pure note. What before was a terrible harbinger of destruction and a monstrous invasion of tranquility, an attack on the status quo is now a clear and, is it blasphemous to say, beautiful voice, perhaps the music of the spheres. It lifts what remains of the soul to a higher plane, a lofty vantage point from which the narrow boundaries of the former castle now look out over an empire. Crops and forests can be glimpsed at the horizons, at the edges of the destruction left in the wake of the resistance.